When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Doja Cat won big last night at the Billboard Music Awards. Here she is with SZA. Kiss me more. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071. I'm Alexis Thompson. Don McLean. Jason Matheson is on vacation. He'll be back with lots of goodness and Disney stories. That's where he is right now. Tomorrow. Oh, my God. Remember Doja Cat and SZA on the Grammys? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where, yes. Uh, Doja Cat went to the bathroom and SZA was so mad. Yes. She was right front and center and climbed right up those stairs yeah. right when they announced her name this time. She probably was not impressed with uh, how much alcohol. I think that Doja Cat was kind of lit up. And mm-hmm. so she's like, come on. I've been through this many times. She's just more, you know, experienced. Yeah. You got to be ready. Don't go to the bathroom. Remember that high slit, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looked really good last night, Doja Cat. And she was right in the front, got right up there. And I think she just got overwhelmed because she kind of was like, everyone deserves this award. Oh, Silence. 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 (laughs) No! And then she kind of was like, oh, snap out of it. And then then she was. Maybe she's just artistic and spacey. I think so. Yeah. I think that might be a good assessment. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was one of the big winners last night, and here are all of them. For Top Dance Electronic Album. Illenium Fallen Ever! For Top Country, Duo, or Group. Dan and Shay. For Top Country Male Artist, Morgan Walling. The first ever Pepsi Mike Drop Moments. Give it up for Glass Animals for his Wave! Oh. For top rock artist, Class Animals! Yeah, they went big. For top R&B album, Planet Her, Doja Cat! There she is. R&B finalist, Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. For top rap female artist, Megan Nista! <laughs> this year's Billboard Music Awards icon, Mary J. Blige! That was Janet. Oh, Dawn. I didn't watch. I have to admit, um, I forgot. Oh, (laughs) you know what? It's okay. You didn't miss much. It was a very boring. Was it? Boring award show. There were just a few highlights, which we'll talk about now. But in general, what's with the Billboard Music Awards? Well, it's dark. It's uh, really? It's like they put like a Batman filter on it or something. The stage is all old and stuff, and like they're in <laughs> Vegas, you th- and not in a cool vintage retro way. It just feels old and dingy. Okay, like the Golden Nugget. I don't think that exists <laughs> anymore. But, yeah, oh it's like they were from the Golden Nugget. So and didn't turn this, the lights on or something. 
Wow. So how did you see any cool performances? Okay. Here's one of my biggest takeaways. Mary J. Blige. She won the Icon Award. We just heard. Okay. Janet Jackson gave her the award. And Janet walked out. She was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> And everyone stood up and clapped for her for like three minutes. Oh, for my Janet. gosh. And then, of course, she goes through Mary J. Blige and just, I love her. So any award we can give Mary, we should give it to her. Yeah. And so when she walked up there to accept her award, she had this cutout mini dress on, hair looking good. Uh, P. Diddy, who was hosting and emceeing, he was also a producer on the show. He helped her get up on the stage and she just talked about, you know, this hasn't been always been the case for me It just where I am right now, there's a lot of heartache and pain, but I kept through, and I'm just so so glad this feels like a dream right now. She's just so grateful and just beautiful. And oh you're my just gosh, like, I'm seeing her outfit right now. What do you think? She oh my god, she looks like a beautiful Tinkerbell. She has this top yes. knot, and then just this very stylish um, cutout montage gown it's not a gown it's really like a was it a gown it's like a mini skirt oh yeah like a mini a very very mini skirt <laughs> yeah but asymmetrical oof. wow that's really complicated outfit it's really cute on her though she looks absolutely stunning and she has great arms oh yeah janet looks great janet, she looks like a uh, she looks like a magician yeah it looks uh, like a suit top with a long skirt she loves that look. For she sure. really does with the hat and the scarf underneath. And it was just so fun to see her. And it just, oh, when they hugged, you're just like, man, you feel the love. And it's just, it was, that was a great moment. Another funny moment involved the host, P. Diddy, Sean Combs. Yes. He got up there in the very beginning of the show. He uh, made an announcement. And here, <laughs> here's that. In the spirit of being free, if you're feeling a little bit froggy tonight. Mm-hmm. Don't feel froggy, but if you are feeling a little bit froggy and you decide to jump on the stage here tonight, (laughs) I do suggest you have your affairs in order. Okay? And I say that with love. I say that with the ultimate and utmost love. Because love wins, y'all. Welcome to the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. We're going to kill you. Have your affairs in order. And I say that with love. Oh, my God. Our security is ready to go. Uh, and when we say security, we mean Jamie Foxx is in the back. <laughs> wow. That's uh, funny. That was hilarious. One of the other performances was Machine Gun Kelly. Now, okay. I'm not a huge fan of him, but, um, you know, he's getting it done. And you got to, you know, respect that. He made an announcement right before he performed that I was like, huh? Well, I think a lot of people were like, huh? We all were like, what? And here's that announcement. I wrote this song for my wife. You're too good for me. I'm too bad to okay. I'm too sad, lonely. I want you. This is for our unborn child and also his wife. Right. Which we're like, oh, okay. I think they've been calling each other husband and wife for a while, but that's true. No, with no proof. Yeah. No actual marriage. But maybe they have. Who knows? It's I Or guess. maybe just, just already feel married kind of thing. Yeah. So 
Or they uh, don't feel like it's necessary to actually get married. Yeah. So, oh, wow. but you know, the unborn that, child, that's like, what? I know. It's like, okay, all right, we'll see what. I guess we'll figure that he out. He already soon has enough. four boys <laughs> with Brian Austin Green. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, and they're from like 12 to 9. That's... Oh, no, I'm sorry, 5, 12 to 5. Yeah. Maybe she'll have a girl. One, two, three. Oh. Oh. Wouldn't that be special? That would be, that would be so sweet. She would be very spoiled. <laughs> oh, yes. For sure. Oh. Um, but when that is the biggest announcement, you know, from right. the Billboard Awards other than the, the dig and... Were there not enough actual awards and too many performances? Or you just felt like the speeches went on too long? You said it was kind of a turd. It was. It felt very boring. I mean, I had it on the background and I'd kind of look up every so often and go, okay, but I wasn't like, I need to sit down and engage. I need to watch to get out of the room. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Uh, we need to stop cleaning for a little bit so that I can sit numb and just this. It wasn't like that at all. No, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. And a lot of who is that? All right. Have you always felt that way about the Billboard Music Awards or was it just this year? Mm, It's not always my favorite. So that's to be fair. I love the Grammys, you right, know? Right, right. I but, mean, yeah. But you're right. It just felt extra, like, meh, this okay. year. But there were the there, there were the highlights. There you go. Now, not knowing who people are, that's just because you're old. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Me I was too. Like, I'm like, who's that? What's like, this? Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, she's cute. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You're right, Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt, no. but when I don't know, I'm like, uh, well, I've been out of music radio now for five, it's almost six years, and boy, does it, if you don't... It's lightning if speed, If you're not constantly it? on the mm-hmm. brunt of what the new music is, you are, oh... Yeah, they just run over you a few now times. We're t- now I'm talking you. about garage sales. I mean... <laughs> yeah, we are garage sales and Thomas the Train. <laughs> How do I get tickets when they're in Duluth? Okay. Oh, this is our life, Dawn. This is our life. Uh, well, good thing we're not on Real Housewives. Yeah. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We both wa- both watched the first Ooh. episode. Ooh, lots to say. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews from my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website 
website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on our website, check out the free video consult. Be sure to let them know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. But I'm ready. Your words up on the wall. Is he praying for the Housewives of Beverly Hills? We finally got the shakedown of Dorit's break-in and the details and the reactions of that. Oh, man. Oof. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071. Good morning, friends. Yes. Let's get ready for the week and get up and just have a great time. Yes. That's the plan, guys. This whole week is going to be beautiful, nice and sunny. I'm Alexis and Don. Jason is on vacation. He'll be back tomorrow. We got to talk Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Don, you watched it too. I did. I caught up this weekend. <sighs> it premiered last Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think? Biggest takeaway. I cried at the beginning or uh, at the part where Dorit talked about the break-in that she had. It's terrifying. Oh, and they were all crying about it. It's just, you know, they even (laughs) Oh, don't. Oh, I can't. Not yet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I gotta. Oh, wow. All right. So Dorit, if you don't know the show, she is one of the housewives. um, Big old house. Um, her husband was is English and he was in London at the time. She has two little kids and uh, they have security footage that they put on the show of these two or maybe three people in hoodies mm-hmm. who broke in. I guess the house is so big that you don't hear that. And is there not an alarm? Well, she thought it was the kids. Yeah. Right. Where's the alarm? The alarm. I mean, I'm sorry, but we've got <laughs> like if somebody broke glass. Yeah. That is bizarre that no al- they don't have an alarm system. I, I, I don't know. I guess yeah. there's no, maybe she didn't set the alarm. Yeah. Uh, who knows? They have a big old front gate, too, that they had to get through. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be easy to get through. But uh, so they, they break in and um, she thinks her kids, they usually, whenever her husband is away, Her kids sleep with her, she says, and they're little kids. So, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, they were just really super exhausted from the day. So she put them in her yeah jet lag. She put them in their beds. That's a miracle. Thank goodness. Because these intruders, this guy came in and she thought it was her kids just coming into the room. She sees this big shadow of a big person. And then before you know it, she's on her knees. She's at gunpoint. Oh, they're saying that they're going to kill her. Where's where's the stuff? Where's the jewelry? Where's the watches? Where's the cash? One of them kept saying, just kill her already. Yeah, just kill her. Just kill her. It was a 20 minute experience. Oh, she's like, God. please just I'm a mother. You, I don't care what you take. Just please don't hurt my babies. Don't let my babies see you. She doesn't want them to be traumatized. So she calmly led them to say, yeah, what do you want? Let's, let's they open had uh, there's footage of them. They took the bedspread and they filled it up like. A big sack mm-hmm. and just purses, jewelry. Is I mean, it like a million dollars, I think. Oh yeah, at stuff. least yeah. And and she said there were things. The only thing that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bother me about the things is that she said there were things that were irreplaceable, like maybe air, family heirlooms and things like that. That's always worst yeah but she's like i don't even care about it i just wanted to protect she is traumatized oh we felt traumatized for her because then you see her the next morning of three of the housewives came over to console her and then pk her husband came home and that was just that feeling of that happens and you're not there yeah must have just been terrible yeah her husband was you know, they're all crying and, mm-hmm. you know, they went out to leave. And I noticed that she had a moment where he's like, oh, I forgot my cell phone. I have to go back inside. Now, this is Kyle's house. So there are guards and there's a car service. It's not I mean, it's like their driver, a huge SUV. It's just right there, right by the door. But she's like, please come back. Please come back. Just please find your phone. I'm like, she's like, <gasps> I mean, she's got some PTSD. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, and then her dog sparked at one point, Kyle's, and she was like, oh, all jumpy. what's wrong and- with him? Please figure out what it is, because she's thinking it's another intruder. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So we'll probably see that through the season, yeah. just the therapy and well, and the aftermath and what, what happens, because the fact that she has footage of them, let's hope. Well, I mean, their faces are covered. Yeah. That's the only thing. Got it could be anybody. Yeah. Got- or oh. if they're dumb enough to try to sell it, and if they are one of a kind pieces. Oh, right, because you know? she has bags and jewelry that are definitely one of a kind. Yes. What are they going to do with that stuff? Do they not know? Like this is stuff that can be traced. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do I mean? Maybe they have connections with a larger black market ring. Yeah, they just pass it off, and then that person goes and okay. who knows? But there's that that happened. That was very very sad. No. Please tell me what you thought about Sutton's reaction. Oh my gosh, okay, thanks, let's get there. Oh my gosh, what a self-centered woman. I've never seen her at, this is her worst. It is really bad, because there are moments where I like Sutton, and I think she's actually reasonable. Right. But this was just like, she's like, oh yeah, talking to Kyle about it, yeah, I've had some really bad times too right now. And you're like, wait a second, not like this. Like Kyle greeted her at the door, and Kyle was crying again about it. Yep. And she's like, hi. So she expected the exchange to be all about what happened to Dorit. Son comes in, and she's like, well, I haven't been held at gunpoint, but my feelings are just as valid. Like, can't you talk about me? And her main concern was that she has a French designer that she's flying over from France and she's having a hard time getting that person of travel visa in relation. It's like, you cannot. And she, so this was so wrong. And she repeatedly kept saying things that were like, you've really stepped in it. You just continue. And Kyle, I, I mean, I don't have the type of temperament to where I would have put up with that. It would have angered me so much that she was self-absorbed. Hey, good on Kyle, but I would have been like, you can leave now. Yeah, time to like, go. All right, I'm we're just going to I'm going to have you leave right now cuz I can't handle your behavior. Bye. Yeah. And then yeah. that would have been a plot point of the season, but Kyle's just like she looked really disappointed. But oh. Yeah, that's going to come out 
for sure in the season, don't you think? Oh my gosh, that is going to be a major. This is juicy. This, this is, a is juicy premiere. How about Erica and her secret admirer and all the sex she's having? Oh my lord! <laughs> like, like, I mean, did you see that bouquet that she yeah. received? What? I mean, it was the size of a dining room table. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know how much something like that costs, but it had to oh, be hundreds. like a thousand. Oh, yeah. Because it's roses and all these things. It was like, it could cover up <laughs> six people if you stood <laughs> behind it. That must be some Gigantic. good. Well, mm-hmm. Some good, sweet love. I wonder where she met this person. I hope they get into that because all the trial stuff, yes, that can be juicy. And that was a big deal last season. But. I'm a little tired of that. Something I noticed, at least on the show, was that um, I noticed that in their little, they'll have like you know little interviews with them with the producers. Yeah, and they're like, "So are you divorced yet?" <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "No." She's like, "I have so many lawsuits against me that you know, I divorce will happen when it happens." She's like, "That's the least of my concern. I'm trying to fight off all these civil suits against me." Um, mm-hmm. and I thought, or maybe it is more convenient for you to be still married mm. because if you are not married, then you are your own entity and they can pursue you more because Tom has filed for bankruptcy and she isn't divorced from him yet. So right with their finances, if she still had tied. her own, like I am now my own person, uh-huh. maybe they could go after her more if she's legally divorced from him. Good point, and and the protection that his bankruptcy and being married to him mm-hmm. offers. Ooh. But she suggested Ooh. that it's very difficult to get a divorce to somebody who is not mentally capable of making that decision, which I'm sure that's true. Yeah, he's now in a facility. He had he has memory problems and rapid decline. You know, I really Good. do believe that. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, there were document like people said for years he had been declining and. Um, I think that's a real case for him. I mm. really do. Because you do have yeah. big lack of judgment when it comes to not remembering what you did with this or that and moving money around. But for years, he had been playing those games with his money. What mm. do you think about her excuse of um, that she never it she never had $20 million sent to her account? She doesn't. That can be proven. Yeah, she got into some of those details. I bet she's just, you know, not to say that she is happy that something happened to Dorit at all, but the yeah, heat being object. off of her onto something else is probably a relief. A relief to show empathy and show that you're not this evil person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because she was there first thing the next morning yeah. to, yeah, to console really Dorit. Garcelle and Sutton are in Miami. Yep. Having a good old time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and a good old time. Don, it looks like you did because Japanese real love. Oh! You watched the whole thing? I don't know anything about this. I can't wait to tell you about this show. <laughs> All right, let's do it next. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. 
And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N dot E-D-U or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. I'm going Welcome back. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Alexis. Dawn this morning. Jason is on vacation. He will be back tomorrow. Dawn, you watched an entire show over the weekend? Uh, an entire, yeah. There's only one season so far. How many um, episodes? Nine. Nine. Now they're 39 minutes, 38 minutes, something like that. But I was like, I can't stop watching this. I have to find <gasps> out Obsessed. what happens next. It is trash TV. What is Let's it? Let's just put it. But you know what? It isn't because oh. it really had a tender ending to it. So it is a Japanese dating show. You know, I watched Love is Blind Japan. <laughs> and loved it. I'm yes. kind of hooked on Japanese love. Um, <laughs> I just so, I don't know. And and then also Brazil, you know, Love oh, is yeah, Blind Brazil. Yeah, um, I know that uh, Jeff, Jason's producer, felt the same way. He loved those way better than the American version. So this is called Real Love. And where the L is, is in parentheses for some point. Oh. Which I don't even know what that means, but... The premise is this. They have men and women. Okay. And they're all they all go to this beautiful resort in Okinawa. They're all oh. single. And the thing about it is is that every single one of them has a dark secret. And they have to reveal it. The hosts both, which is so interesting, both of them in the tabloids had some salacious like the the main host, the guy, he is like a former just man whore. <laughs> uh, he's a a celebrity, and pe- people know him as a playboy. Okay. okay, so he's the host, and his woman counterpart. She was in a girl group. Okay, like a K or or just a, not a K pop group because that would be Korean. But she was in a girl group, very popular. She was um, at the height of her career. She was married, and then. She had an affair with a guy and her husband came home and she was naked and the dude was in the closet nude. (gasps) So everybody knows that about this woman. She's still revered and loved. She's a host, but that's her dark secret that had to be revealed to the world. Oh, my gosh. It's like you're among friends. She's yes. She had this big scandal. You know, he had lots of different scandals. But that makes them unique because they both had dark secrets revealed in their life. And so they're very playful with everything. So um, so all of the there are 11 guys and eight women. Three of the women dropped out at the last minute because they just didn't want to reveal. This is so dirty. Like, I could not believe what they revealed, what they what they revealed and how they talk. I was like, oh, my God, she's had a little bit of liquor and she's talking about how she likes to be sexually pleased. I'll just say that. Oh, okay. And how she's trained herself. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And the hosts are always listening through earbuds. (laughs) And so they're commentating on like sports commentators and they're laughing. And the dude says the host says the funniest things. He is very brutally like brutal. 
but she's funny, he's funny. So oh, then, that's good. So then the deal is, the whole premise is that they have everyone's secret in an envelope. And this alarm will go off, and they choose an envelope, and then you're, they're like, okay, Taka, it's your time to reveal your secret. And he, they have to, they've written a letter about what their secret is. They're all trying to date each other, okay? So oh. they open the letter. I mean, is this letter. like over, I, what I'm picturing is like a campfire, overnight camp? It's They're, a resort. So they could be on a one-on-one date where they read their thing, or they could be in front of everyone. But everyone ends up knowing what their dark secret is. And this these are big-time things like people who have been in prison for a couple of years, people who are porn stars actively. Oh. Like, they can't find dates because they have this thing about them. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't reveal any of the other ones because I want people to watch this. Uh, you can't be faint of heart. You have to be able to handle terms and words. You can't even... <laughs> I can't even the believe that they say, like... One for Ooh. sure that will press people's buttons. And I think it's just because of the translation is they use the word slut a lot. Like, oh, oh she's the 150 slut because this woman has slept with 150. That was her dark secret. Oh. And so they call them. One girl is like, they just she dates names. athletes and she's been through quite a few professional athletes. And so they call her the man eating athletic slut. <laughs> That's her title. Like they go, oh, it's Manning in athletics. I mean, they all have names, of course, but that's how they talk about them. And it is, you have to just roll with it and just laugh because I was so hooked. I had to know what everyone's secret was. Yes, that's genius. You start to really care about these people and how it's like, you don't know their secret until it's revealed. They don't let you know. Like you find out along with everyone. But it's really, it's really juicy. It is, when I say juicy... I mean, like, mm. there's things that happen. Mm. I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this. Where I do you watch this? I got to watch like, this today. It's a Netflix show. Okay. And, yeah, they go, like, what they talk about. I'm like, we don't talk about that kind of stuff. Oh, man, you got me. I'm hooked. Oh, my God. I want to try It's trash it. TV, but, girl, it is great. Whew. It's nine episodes. But I there's a tender ending. There's yes, a... because they start to accept each other. Like, yeah. it's very tender because they're like, well, it wasn't your fault. And the things that they revere as like, this is a dark secret to me. We wouldn't be way more accepting in, in the United States about like, if you're divorced, for instance. That's, that's a big deal in Japan. It's a big deal. And if you have kids and you're divorced, that's something that people are ashamed of and they want to hide. Yeah. So we're, I'm like, what the hell? She didn't do anything wrong. He cheated on her. What? Yeah. This is something, right. But she can't find anyone to marry. <gasps> and it's like, oh, but you'll be shocked by some of the cultural things. Yes. Well, you know, I lived in Japan. I know. So just to see the landscape will be just fun in general. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the Japanese culture. Just, just it's You just oh. have to embrace like the, these, these are different cultural beliefs. Yeah. And the way guys respond to certain things, you're like, whoa. Hold on a minute. Like, it's yeah. it's very, very good. I, I highly Ooh. recommend it. It's called Real Love. You can find it on Netflix. Don't watch it with your... Well, they can't read subtitles, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, if your kid can't read, watch it in front of them. Yeah, don't <laughs> listen to the Japanese, because Japanese is so beautiful to hear anyway. Yeah. You have the English subtitles on. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, it's Monday, so am I the asshat? We're going to ask that today, and Don, you've got the first scenario. I do. We'll just get right into it. Yep. You can give us a call during the uh, break here, mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. Here's the first one. Am I the asshat for yelling at my brother-in-law at his future child's gender reveal? Ooh. Last week, my sister was having a gender reveal party. When the sex was revealed to be female, her husband got all disappointed and basically sat in the corner, angrily mumbling to himself. Obviously, this made everyone really uncomfortable and my sister really distraught. I decided to talk to him. This is a a guy. This is the the woman's brother. Okay. Mm. Um, So uh, because, frankly, he was acting ridiculous and I thought I could make him see that he could move past it. I asked him why he was so upset, and he was like, really? Obviously, I don't want a daughter. I wanted a son. Mm. I responded with, come on, man. Are you going to really just throw a tantrum? Do you even care about how your wife feels about this? And he yelled, how how dare you try and tell me what to do in my own home, you stupid biatch. (laughs) At this point, I lost my temper a little, and I said, if you plan on raising a child in a few months, you better stop acting like one yourself. Just do everyone a favor a favor, and grow up. He started getting increasingly hostile, and I realized I was not accomplishing my goal, so I removed myself from the situation. Later, my sister got mad at me and said I should have just left him, let him be, and now it's my fault that he's refusing to raise a girl. <gasps> Am I the asshat? Ooh, what say you? Give us a call. 651-641-1071. Am I the asshat? Next. I got no rules. I count them. Am I the asshat? We got a good one today. We've got some callers already, so thanks for your calls. Don, let's just get right to it. Yeah. What's the story? Uh, Welcome back, Jason Alexis. I'm Alexis Don. Jason's on vacation. He'll be back tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so the story is, I will not read it word for word like I just did, but I'm going to sum it up for Mm -hmm. you. So this is coming from a guy, and he has an issue with his brother-in-law. So his sister is currently pregnant. They had a gender reveal party, and whenever they revealed what the sex was going to be, they were having a girl. The dude, the husband... He starts pouting and is obviously mad and like goes in a corner and he's muttering to himself. And and it's very uncomfortable for everyone. And so the guy who wrote in asking if he's the asshat went over to his brother-in-law and was like, hey, uh, this reaction is really weird. It's making your wife feel bad. It's making everyone feel uncomfortable. You know, and then he fought back and was aggressive. So he's like, I think you should stop being a child before you raise a child. Then the sister got mad. He left the party, um, the brother, the guy who wrote in. And then his sister ended up getting mad at him, saying, why didn't you just leave him alone? Now he says he's refusing to raise a girl. So what we're asking here mm. is, is he the asshat? The brother-in-law, the brother-in-law for talking we're to not the ask, dad. Yeah, we're not asking about who is the asshat here. We just want to know from you, is he the asshat? Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Jonathan first. All right. Jonathan, you're on the air. What say you? Good morning, girl. <laughs> Good, Good morning. morning. I'll first off being a brother-in-law of nine beautiful nieces and nephews that oh. are all graduating this week. And How so cool. my question to you girls is this. What the hell is this damn gender re- gender reveal about? I'm so tired of seeing people <laughs> being all like upset and disappointed or whatever. But if if you're having a girl, suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) But should the brother-in-law have talked to him at the party? 
No, he should grow a set and be done. I'm tired of these stupid people in the world. What is wrong with this world we're living in? If you have to have a reveal about your baby sex. It's not, that's not what we're asking, Jonathan. Jonathan. Follow the rules. Is he the asshat? Is the brother, he is the asshat for saying, hey, you shouldn't have reacted that way? You should not react in any shape or form and just be happy for the lovely couple. And and shame on him for being such a spoiled little baby that he wanted a boy. If you want a boy, go pick up a puppy. Okay. All right, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank Have you, a Jonathan. Great day. Bye. <laughs> okay. Stacy's on the air. Hey, Stacy. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Great. Good morning. Is, what? is the guy who wrote in the ass hat? I don't feel he is. I feel he was just trying to defuse the situation. The dad, uh, or the future fa- dad, mm-hmm. he is upset. He wanted a boy, but the men decide the gender, so it's his fault. Ah, okay. <laughs> Stacey, that's All right, true. So not the uh, ass hat is what you're saying for I don't think to he him. is. He was trying to defuse the situation. Yeah. Everyone has a right to their opinion and their sadness if they wanted a boy or a girl. But they shouldn't have done it at the party. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel he wasn't the ass hat because he was trying to help. But, yeah, because yeah, that is his sister. But everyone else, like, you're grown-ups. You're doing these gender reveal parties. Don't have a mental breakdown in front of the people. Oh, Be grown-ups. ridiculous. Up. Exactly. Yep. Thank you, Stacey. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Who's next? We have Kat on the line. Hi, Kat. Is he the ass hat for saying something to his brother-in-law? He is not the asshat. Okay. And thank God the the future daughter has a champion. I hope he continues to speak up for her right. if that's the kind of father that guy's going to be. How sad for the child. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, what about the sister being mad? Do you think it's just misplaced anger at the brother afterwards saying he shouldn't have said anything? I don't know. I... I don't know, but I think if you're going to have a public gender reveal party, you're welcoming everyone's opinion. <laughs> a public reaction. <laughs> okay, Kat, that's yeah. a good perspective. Thank you. Thank you. You're have welcome. a great day. Bye. Uh-huh. All right. Now, Sharon's on the line. She said she's an expert at this. Oh, she is. Oh. Come on, Sharon. Tell us what you think. Is he the asshat? Well, yes, he's absolutely the asshat. And I know that because I'm an expert in interfering people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> And encroaching on their opinions. And so the point is that I know it's wrong. I might still choose to do it, but I know it's absolutely wrong. The woman knows who her husband is. That's her issue. She, yeah. she already knew he was an asshat. Yeah. So he doesn't need protecting. Yeah. And I think we should have kept his opinion to himself. It's, it's none of his business. Okay. He should grow up and not interfere in people's faces. And I'm going to listen to that myself and maybe ignore it. Oh, Sharon. Sharon, we love you. You win today. Yes, you do. Thank you (laughs) so much. Bye. Oh, Oh, thank you so much. Bye. Okay, Dawn, I resonate completely with Sharon. I have a history, especially with my family, (laughs) of being a helicopter sister (laughs) and not minding my business. Yeah. I I will fully admit this. I'm I'm the oldest of four kids. And sometimes you're just like, you, come on. You need to get your stuff together. And sometimes you just need to step back and go, you know what? That's them. Yeah. And maybe I'll pull my sister aside at some point and say, look, that that was 
like, what was that with his reaction? But Sharon's right. She knows he's an asshat already. Yeah. I mean, why have that party? So I think, yeah, bottom line here for answering the question, he is the asshat for saying something at the party. Yes. 100%. Dawn, what about you? I he is not the asshat. Ooh, okay. Me, okay. Right. I think that from what it seems like and the way it was written, of course, we never really know because these people are writing this to defend themselves and make themselves look good. Yes. But did he in a nice, calm manner say, hey, it looks like you're having some feelings. Can you like was it gentle or was it like, dude, you shouldn't be acting that way? I mean, that's what we all want to say. Yeah. He has already that guy has made an ass of himself already. And he's going to be like, that's just a whole drama mess. bag. If you don't want to raise a girl. Oh, what? Well, it hat. sounded but, like it started maybe that way, but, but then, then he it lost it. And yeah. that's when it's like, okay, it's one thing to go, hey, do you need a buddy to like lean on? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm here to listen. I'm but, not a big brother, so I don't know how it feels to. Oh, see, you're the baby of the sister. family. I'm the, like, I, if anything, my brother in laws did that, I wouldn't say anything because I'm like, Ooh, you just dug your own grave with my sister and everybody else here. I don't need to say anything because you just did it for exactly. yourself. Yep. But um, I don't know. I don't think he's the asshat for saying something. Coming from a like big brother perspective, I think it was right for somebody to step in and go, hey, snap out of it. Like, yeah. share. You'd you know? hope that maybe his brother or someone on his side would have said it, but uh, in-law stuff. It's very, very confusing yeah. and uh, lots going on. That's a good one. Thank you guys for all your calls. We've got another one uh, coming up next. Fighting with your brother. Oh, no. Uh, getting rid of a pony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> NASAC continues.